In the early months of 2020, coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, surged in China and surrounding countries, leading to large-scale school closings. The virus has since spread around the world and has arrived in the U.S. On March 11th, the World Health Organization declared the outbreak a pandemic. No one knows for sure how far, wide, and long coronavirus will spread. While young people, especially children, tend to handle the virus far more effectively than older patients, closing public institutions like schools where many people mingle on a daily basis has been seen by some as an effective way to combat the spread of the illness. Hi, my name is Henry Kronk for eLearning Inside. This is Ed Technically, our weekly podcast. This week, we reached out to experts in our community to discuss coronavirus and ask for some advice for people rapidly transitioning to remote learning in the face of extended school closings. This episode is based on an article that is the first in a three-part series and represents answers to questions regarding the use of learning management systems. So many K-12 through schools and colleges have already closed and moved classes online. This week, Harvard, MIT, Michigan State University, Cornell, Syracuse, Rutgers, and American University all canceled in-person classes. The number is growing on a daily basis. K-12 schools have also announced coronavirus-related closures across the country. While the decision to close schools is controversial for some and must be weighed against the impact that it will entail, it's likely that education stakeholders who live and learn in areas that experience outbreaks will face school closures of some duration. But just because school is closed, that does not mean that learning needs to stop. Using technology like learning management systems, video conferencing software, email, online libraries and databases, and more, instructors can continue to teach lessons from their homes. Some schools have been prepared to deal with extended closures for years, usually in response to severe weather events. Some have prepared in the past few weeks. But for many students, parents, teachers, and administrators, coronavirus closings might be their first experience with extended remote learning. Again, we reached out to a handful of remote learning experts, schools, and ed tech developers to get their advice on how best to deal with extended coronavirus closures. For this first instance in our series, we asked uh, many schools already use learning management systems as part of their teaching process. This technology can allow a good deal of remote communication between teachers and students, but will it be enough? Representatives from Coastline Community College, Dean of Online and Innovation, Shelley Blair, and Vice President of Instruction, Vince Rodriguez, answered, quote, A learning management system is a great tool for supporting online instruction. However, it can take some time to learn how to effectively use an LMS. The key for instruction that is moving from face-to-face to online or remote is going to be flexibility. 
Christine, <clears throat> Associate Professor of Educational Psychology and Educational Technology, Christine Greenhough, who teaches at Michigan State University, answered, quote, using a learning management system like Blackboard will not be enough. To fully engage students in remote teaching and learning, educators cannot simply take an existing class and put it online. Effective remote teaching and learning requires revisiting your goals for students' learning and classroom culture, and considering how using the online technologies available to you can help you meet or even reimagine and improve on those goals. For instance, maybe your goals are to give students multiple opportunities to practice skills they need to be successful in future workplaces. Skills like collaboration, public speaking, writing, and socio-emotional skills like establishing and maintaining positive relationships, all within a fun, cohesive, and supportive classroom culture. Realizing these goals online can be extremely challenging when using only learning management systems, which are largely text-based, centrally controlled, and stripped of visual, auditory, and other social cues, as well as the participatory culture in most classrooms. End quote. Don Weobong, founder and CEO of Talania and eLeap, commented, quote, Remote teaching and learning certainly has a huge role to play in normal times, but in the present situation with coronavirus, it can play an outsized role. The question about if it will be enough is one that is a bit tough to answer. A component of learning is social interaction, and that can be reduced with an LMS approach. However, additional video conferencing tools can mitigate this somewhat. Of course, with every tool, there are advantages and disadvantages." End quote. The president of K-12 Education at Discovery Education, Scott Kinney, commented the following, quote, I think what's inside the LMS is critical. If a child is kept home from school for an extended period of time and they are working on a series of worksheets, I think their overall engagement and learning will be low. With all the distractions students have at home, I think it is more important than ever that they have access to high-quality digital content. When it comes to remote teaching and learning, educators will need to support navigating the shift from teaching in a classroom to teaching in an online environment. Professional learning networks like the Discovery Educator Network and others provide spaces where educators can connect with one another and share research-based instructional strategies and lesson plans, timely content, and ideas on any teaching topic, including teaching in a virtual environment." End quote. This has been Ed Technically. My name is Henry Kronk, and I work as the editor of eLearning Inside. If you like this episode, please rate and review. If you'd like to hear more, please subscribe. Please keep in mind this show is available as a video on our YouTube channel and also as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. The basic content for this video first appeared as an article on eLearning Inside. If you'd like to learn more about online courses, technology in the classroom, and EdTech in general, please check out our site. Also, please check back next week for follow-up articles with our continuing coronavirus coverage. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please send an email to henry at elearninginside.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at elearninginside. Thanks for listening.